Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Orgullo Hispano. I am your host, Hector Sabido, and I'm very excited uh, to introduce our guest for today. But before we do that, I do want to thank our sponsor, the Office of External Affairs from Baylor University, uh, for being so gracious and sponsoring our podcast, Orgullo Hispano. It's a podcast by the Hispanic Leaders Network, and that is because their gracious contribution, uh, like that of Baylor University, that this podcast is made available to all of you. So thank you so much. Uh, but I would like to introduce our guests for today. Um, it is Aniceto and Vivia Charles, the proud owners of one of my favorite restaurants, True Jamaica. Um, Aniceto, Vivia, thank you so much for being here today. We truly appreciate you taking time out. I know you're super swamped right now, but taking time out to to be here and chatting with us a little no, bit. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Of course. It's an honor to, to see you. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people see Aniceto in the community, but we really see the beauty and the brains behind the brand, right? Yes. I will give that to my mother all the time. Thank you. Yes. So, so just uh, to give our audience a little bit of introduction of who you are, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, yourselves and where you're from, if you don't mind sharing. Okay, well, we uh, have been on this adventure for a little bit. My husband passed away after both of us um, thought, you know what? Let's go on another adventure. Northern Virginia has grown and blossomed and flourished. Our kids are grown. How about we seek another place that's small and upcoming? Okay. And with divine guidance, we landed on Waco. So what? why Waco, though? Well, you know what? Actually, yes. I was always an HGTV watcher. I okay. loved home decor. And of course, yes, Chip and Joanna and Waco. But it was truly divine guidance that spoke to me sure. and said, this is the place that your family should go and start again. Wow. Now, now, if you don't mind me asking, Mrs. Charles, where is home originally? Jamaica. Jamaica. Yes, Manchester, Jamaica, way up in the hills. Okay. Nowhere close to, con- to Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. so, so uh, Jamaica's home, and then from there, Virginia, and now Waco. Yes. And so, Aniceto, with the transition, uh, you know, because I know you've also, you know, have moved over here from the East Coast. How has the transition been for you moving from... 
a place that's so heavily populated too. I mean, while Waco's growing, it's still not a metropolitan area. So, yeah. Well, the transition has been smooth for me. Okay. So I've I've worked as a a database or a, a software specialist for a long time. So I work from home. So I would see a lot of traffic if I had to go to a client site. But okay. the transition here is is very peaceful. There, you can get from one side of town to the other side of town, five ten minutes. <laughs> right. And I'll tell you right now, I'm very thankful. <laughs> um, but That's including stoplights and stop yeah, signs, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I might have a lead foot too. But um, no, honestly, it's it's been very welcoming. All the people here, like as soon as they, you know, you start talking to them, yep. and they're like, well, your name is different or, you know, you sound, you know, sure. different. And everybody's just welcoming, you know, so they Wonderful. ask you, what's your story? So I get that pretty often. But I mean, I've been here four and a half years now. Wow. And they still ask me the same thing. Right. So, you know, but I'm very thankful. So, you know, it's funny you say you've been here four and a half years. because The first time I met you was probably four years ago. Uh, you were going through a course uh, that was provided by City Center Waco at the oh. time, Weibo. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I first met you, I had the privilege of speaking to the class a few times. And I remember the first time I met you um, and you, you know, part of the, the class was really working with local entrepreneurs. Um, and local entrepreneurs of color to really just give them that foundation of what it is to run a business and what it's anything from marketing to accounting to sales to uh, legal paperwork, et cetera, things like that. So Weibo was very, I would say, instrumental in a lot of our entrepreneurs here, especially entrepreneurs of color that really just gave them that foundation of what to expect when running a business. Because I think a lot of times people jump into it not really knowing yeah. uh, what all it entails. And so Weibo did that. Uh, but I heard your story and when you were doing your pitch, as, as they called it, um, and you were gonna, you were the proud owner even then of True Jamaica. And I thought, what an awesome concept. Uh, we don't have anything like that here in Central Texas. And so I was very excited to hear it. So if, not that anyone doesn't know, but tell us a little bit about um, how the concept of True Jamaica came about and then what people expect uh, when they go into True Jamaica. So, um, my mother probably could tell it better, but we've always had a passion for food and mm -hmm. eating and, you know, really connecting at the dinner table. So my family, you know, we would eat together very often. I'm talking about, okay, you had tennis practice. Okay. We're going to eat. Okay. It's Sunday dinner. We're going to eat this. It's somebody's birthday. We're going to eat. That's right. And it's, you know, food really does connect people. Correct. And in our family, we always cook. So we cook Venezuelan food. We cook Jamaican food. We cook Love a lot it. of things. But really, it, it really bonds the family right. a lot because it's right. like, hey, what's going on in your day? How was, right. you know, how school? You know, you get all Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. Now, um, through that, my mother and father, they are exceptional cooks. Uh, God bless my rest of my father's soul. But he cooked everything, and so did my wow. mother. Um, they actually love to cook. So... In my sense, I love to see people eat. I like to see the response, mm -hmm. and, you know, the enjoyment. Of my mother and father do too. Sure. But the art of cooking, my mother and father, they love to cook. That's amazing. And my mother will probably say that as she's gotten, you know, she's gracefully matured, she's gotten more of a love to cook than when she Wonderful. first started. Because my father... Yeah. <laughs> My father used to do a lot of cooking. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. you know, my mother cooked, but my, you know, she was running her business. Sure. And my father would come home and he would do a lot. Of he, he would do the dinner for um, everybody. Yeah. So it was, it was a, a good mix, but um, very thankful. 
Now, in Waco, the experience is, how do you say? Venezuelans, Jamaicans, very warm, very jovial, mm -hmm. very lighthearted, very spirited. Um, when you come to True Jamaica, you, as soon as you hit the door, welcome to True Jamaica. Yes, absolutely. And the thing is, I think that service, smiling, um, salutations, those things are so important. And, you know, it's appreciated. And I want people to feel like, okay, you're coming into my house. Right. You know, as soon as you, somebody comes to your house, you're going to say hello to them and exactly. you're going to greet them. You might offer them some water. Or there something. you go. And I a want a place that to sit in some things. So I want that same feel. Yes. Um, what I'll say is that there's a good amount of people that have been to Jamaica. They've either traveled, you know, got married, honeymooned, mm -hmm. um, done missions in Jamaica. So a lot of people are like, hey. You know, I was in Jamaica, so we get the stories, and I get that whole That's connection awesome. where I get to talk to people. And I think a lot of people that really resonate with True Jamaica, once they're in there and they keep coming back, mm -hmm. they will say, excuse me, they will say, you know what? We get that that personal touch. Right. And, and that's really what we want. We want people, obviously, sure. to enjoy great food. Sure. But we want them to feel welcome, like, hey, you know what? I feel like I can go there anytime and... I feel welcome. The right. music, the ambiance, the right. light. The music's not too loud. It's playing chill uh, Jamaican ska vibes, mm -hmm. and we have we we also play um, reggae in Spanish. So mm -hmm. it's you know some people like I have some people that come in and they're like oh <laughs> yeah. So, but I think it's it's just the welcoming. All right, that's that's really important right. to us. Well, you know, yeah. and, and and go ahead. I'm sorry. Please no, go ahead. No, no, no. But I was gonna um, go a little more to your point or your question um true jamaica really started in northern virginia okay it wasn't called true jamaica okay but when we moved to virginia we just kept saying wow there's no jamaican restaurant in northern virginia and woodbridge in particular mm -hmm. we just me and my husband we'd always because uh he loves his Venezuelan food. He used to love his Venezuelan. <laughs> but for some reason, he had really dived into my Jamaican, Jamaican food. food. Okay, so we were always like, wow, we have to go to D.C. if we don't feel like cooking. And we talked about this for years. And then came the impetus. We just jumped in. A place was available. We signed a lease and uh, we jumped in. Caribbean Carryout, which is still open with another Jamaican family we sold it to. But that's where True Jamaica wow. really, because when, when we started True Jamaica here, we had that knowledge that we had that, gained. Yes, ma'am. So it really helped. That's amazing. And my son, Anaceto, really, um, all his skills, which are many, and I am so thankful, were really put to work in landing in a new community, connecting with people, working on a building, mm -hmm. bringing it to fruition, and finally opening the doors. Correct. So... Yes, this started long ago, you know, all the learning that's lessons. That's amazing. Yes. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, and also like to see, I think, well, I, I can see, so, I've, you know, I've been to True Jamaica a few times, and it really is that uh, warm, welcome invite where you come in, you're greeted, 
the atmosphere is wonderful. You sit down with people that uh, you're having a great lunch with and just have great conversations. And it reminds me a lot also of the Hispanic culture as well, which is um, a big draw, I think, as well, because there are a lot of similarities between our cultures. Um, but even so, you know, um, uh, y- your dad, Aniceto, who who is Venezuelan, uh, and you, ma'am, being Jamaican, Aniceto, you know, carrying the best of both beautiful cultures that I like to say. But even so, how was it growing up being, if you don't mind me asking, uh, a biracial uh, uh, young man um, on the East Coast? How was that experience like? So my father, um, we didn't learn Spanish at home. Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of learned it through cousins, friends, sure. and travels. And you, because you speak it a little bit, right? Yeah, and, and a lot. And no. He speaks it a lot. Yeah, yeah he's, I, my kids well, are fluent. I love it. Yeah, but I think, you know, initially my father was a little nervous, like, hey, I don't want my kids to be held back. And Understand so on, so forth. Yeah. But we ended up learning it, so we did speak it with him in his before he went home. But um, what I would say is in Virginia and, well, DMV or mm-hmm. uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, there's a good amount of Latinos, uh-huh. whether they be from El Salvador, whether they be from mm-hmm. Mexico, but there's a good amount of darkest Latinos. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, sometimes the question is different. Right. Like, in Texas here, when I talk to Mexicans, some of them, they're, they're really, you know, they're excited that I, I speak Spanish. Sure, sure. And But when I talk to Mexicans that are on the East Coast, they're like, Oh yeah, you it's know, expected it's, out of you. It's, it's kind of expected. Your name's Aniceto. Yeah, you should be. You know, because sometimes here, are you Greek or are you Brazilian? And, you know, because of my first sure, name. Sure. So, but the thing that I would say is that it's um, as soon as you open your mouth and speak Spanish, everybody's always welcoming. Right. But on the East Coast, it's not even a thought. It's like, okay, you might be Dominican. Right. You know. You know, there's a good amount. Sure. Dark, sure. You know, and I, I think that you know, just to really wrap it up. It was always like, you know, the Puerto Ricans, they always want to cook. Like, we, we all have this, you know, the rice and beans, Orozco and Apichuela, and claro. so on and so forth. You know, there was so many ties. So Venezuelans do plantains, Jamaicans do plantains, um, Venezuelans do rice and beans, Jamaicans do the same thing. Then also Jamaicans do black beans, a little sugar. I love Venezuelan. black beans. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it's <laughs> yes. this... this uh, there's so many similarities, but the food really tied it together because, like, your neighbor, okay, your neighbor is, is Mexican. Well, they don't eat Venezuelan food, but you know what? We make ayacas, you guys make tamales, you know, and we kind of share. Mm-hmm. Very similar. There's so many things, and a lot of times the kids would be excited to try food that's outside of their culture, and we would share. Right, So right. those bonds were formed that way, but everybody seemed to be very welcoming. I love that. So, so thank you for sharing that, Aniceto. I think it's wonderful to hear, like, just the, the similarities in cultures, you know. And I think um, even as, as Latinos, I said sometimes we had a, an event uh, during Black History Month where we highlighted Afro-Latinos, that our culture is so wide and vast that it just doesn't cover one skin tone or one language or one eye color or one hair color, but it includes encompasses so many people that so really many. that our culture is very very similar so, um you know I, I think it's it's a beautiful thing and i think when you when you're in venezuela when you're in puerto rico they don't really you know most of 
South America that has dark skinned people, they don't think like that. Right. Because it will say, um, you call it somebody white negro. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we don't we don't think twice like, oh, we're really calling you black. It's mm-hmm. just a nickname. Mm-hmm. But I guess for me in my growing up, mine is a little bit more special in the sense that after I got to be an adult, I was doing concerts. So I did a lot of Latin concerts, mm-hmm. you know, like um Oscar de Leon, mm. um I've done maybe 200 concerts in, in my wow. history. Eddie Santiago, I've done, uh, who else? You're well, making me go down memory lane now. And he said, that. Well, that, you know, I felt bad because you texted me and I, I didn't even text you where to go when you're out there. And they actually had a couple concerts out there. Wow. Yeah, they had um, Willie Colon and some other people out Amazing. there. Amazing. Um, but, you know, like when you look at music, it's, it's, it's kind of like food. You right. Know, remember that song? Remember yes. the taste of the food? Yes. There's a connection. Yes, and absolutely. And I always loved music. And, uh, well, obviously I love food, you know. Um, mi panza. But, um, <laughs> same, I, brother, same. Yeah, we're all working on it. But, no, I um, I really enjoyed my, uh, my growing up because, like, I got to learn so much of culture. Mm-hmm. And I got to mix culture. And mm-hmm. I, I, I really, you know, some people... They just live it and they don't really enjoy yes, it. You know, the experience absolutely. is like, oh, you know, yep. hey. Yep. But like, you know, it's like um, being in the kitchen and not knowing how to cook something that you've eaten so many times. Right. You're just living it, but right. you're not really enjoying it. Exactly. Yes. So, yeah, because like, you know, I can go home and make some cachapas and arepas and do it. Right. I can go home and make some jerk chicken, some curry goat. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do that. You know, it's. It's something that I want my kids to experience and want them to learn sure. as they grow. Sure. Yeah. Now, if you don't mind, let, so we're going to go back to true Jamaica a little mm-hmm. bit uh, because a couple of months ago there was an incident um, that really, I would assume, let me put it this way, it was probably scary and chaotic. And so uh, if you don't mind, talk a little bit about the incident that happened at true Jamaica with the fire and everything. Well, yes. Um you know, life does have ups and downs. Yes, ma'am. For everyone. You're absolutely correct. So it was like a regular day. Mm-hmm. Um, we still, when we can, stay in tune with the community. So that evening, um, I had gone to a community meeting, East Swaco um, community meeting, and Aceto and the crew had finished up. He came in late to the meeting. And then the meeting was over. We all went home, and he called me maybe after one, saying uh, there's a fire, de- uh, fire department called him. I didn't think anything. Mm-hmm. My mind usually doesn't run to the negative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, I don't know, maybe, some, I don't know. Sure. But got there, and yeah, there was a real fire. Wow. You know what, you use the word chaotic, and I've found that in our walk with the Lord, it's like, it wasn't chaotic, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I think we all kind of just took a deep breath, Sure, you know, and was like, okay, this is happening, Um, but even the firefighters were like, somehow trying to put us at ease. They were showing us and telling us they're doing their best to make sure everything is fully out, um, just telling us about 
the temperature and that it's coming down and it'll be done and um, saying that, okay, we can all leave. They're ready to leave so we can all close up and go home. And then the phone started ringing in the morning and early and community leaders and uh, neighbors and business uh, people started to call. And as a family, we just kind of went home and said, we're going to trust God. Yes, this, ma'am. There's nothing else. What to else do. can you do, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, as much as it was like, wow, we were like, there wasn't time to linger mm-hmm. in. Oh my goodness! Sure. Oh my goodness! Because right away people started reaching That's out amazing. to us. So right away we had to be like, okay, thank you, Lord. Already, you're showing us opportunities in mm-hmm. the midst of all mm-hmm, of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really awesome. I think I've seen, we've all seen, like, how the community has rallied around you and said, hey, put me in, coach. What can I do to help? Oh, yeah. What has that response been like for you? Wow. Um, it's tremendous. And Amazing. It's, 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 it's a humbling thing when people want to give you their time. Mm-hmm you know, because time is fleeting and you can never get it back. Yes, sir. And people have contributed not only their time, but their restaurants, their money, um, so many different prayers. Like people, you know, they see me in grocery stores, see me all about, hey, can we pray with you? That's amazing. It's, it's, Even it's at a, the food truck. I remember one afternoon a gentleman, I think Anaceta was at the window taking orders, and then for a minute you're like, it, things kind of slowed down for a second, and the gentleman was praying. That's amazing. Yeah. I love to hear yeah. that. Yeah. Waco is is a, is a tremendous community, and you know when people move here, when once they get here, they'll understand that this this community is really very tight knit. You know, and and I think it goes to show, uh, Mrs. Charles, when you said earlier that it was really spirit led that you came to Waco. And you started your business. An unfortunate incident has happened, but God has still taken care of you. Yes. And for you to say, uh, we're just going to trust God, I think that shows your courage, your strength, your your uh, foundation in Christ. Um, and I have to applaud you publicly for that because I think you are an example to many of us uh, on this walk that sometimes... Our Does faith gets get shaky, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but to hear you say that um, in spite of that, that you know that God has taken care of you, that's amazing. So thank, thank you for that. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So now when uh, you guys are in the reconstruction phase. Um, and so, not, okay, okay. Yeah, we're getting there. So, 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 so you guys are, uh, what, what, what are the plans going forward now? If I, if it's okay to ask that. So right now we're kind of, Still waiting on the insurance. So the okay. insurance is giving us an update that, you know, by the end of this week that we should have a firm word that this is what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we're covered. We have really good insurance. Mm-hmm. So not saying that. It's just sometimes we don't have patience. And sometimes, yes, sir. you know, it, it's like. I, I, I hear you on that. <laughs> but we're definitely rebuilding mm-hmm. where we are. Um, God has blessed us with the building and the land around us. So when you drive by, you'll see the bricks look good. But when you look at the soffits and you look at the, mm-hmm. the, um, the vents and everything, and you'll see the, the blackness from mm-hmm. the charcoal mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. there. 
but we're gonna rebuild right there. Oh, it's I gonna love be it. better and back hopefully soon. I love it. So you know, we just ask people to continue to pray and yep. you know, just uh, keep an eye out on our social media. And if they're so inclined, we we still have our GoFundMe up because yep. you know we're we're still paying for all of our staff sure, and everything. Sure. That way, we, when we open up, you know, one, you know, let's be honest, sometimes it's hard to find a job and yes, people sir. that we have we, we were thankful that they're mm -hmm. with us because god's blessed us with their them and their time so we're trying to you know do right by them mm -hmm. um and when we get back we'll have a, a good staff that's yeah. already trained and ready, yes. to, go ready to go and they've gone through the whole walk with us so yes. we're just praying that everything goes smoothly and but are you still doing catering events or you still have yes. a, a mobile location correct so we've been blessed um to Compley's, uh, Massimo from the yes. Compley's, mm -hmm. he's, he's loaned us, graciously loaned us his food truck for as long as we'd like. And we're at oh, Baylor amazing. campus amazing. this semester. So Baylor and Airmark have uh, given us the, the go to be at the, um, right next to the fountain, the water uh -huh. fountain. Uh -huh. And kids can come and eat anytime. Um, we're really there Monday through Friday from 1030, 330, minus okay. spring break. But um yeah, so we're doing catering. Like we've done Baylor Law School, we've done um, Baylor basketball, we've done um, a number of recruiting events, uh -huh. and we we do for Waco Family Medicine too. They they've always been a big supporter of us sure. as well. And you know we're 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 going to be doing a disc golf uh, celebration this weekend. You know, so we're we're you know we've always been into the catering because like God's blessed us with a network. So. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's amazing. So business is still continuing. Yeah. It's not the same, but you sure, know, it's still sure. continuing. Yes. But speaking of the GoFundMe, where can people find that link to help? Um, well, it's on our website, mm -hmm. and we do have it. Um, but pretty much if you just put GoFundMe in True Jamaica uh, in Google, it'll pop up. And, you know, we're about halfway there, and we're very thankful. Um, but we're still working on it. So, you know. I love But it. if people are so inclined, we're, we're very thankful. But always welcome prayers awesome yes. awesome yeah when if you would also when you guys decide when you can open again and you're ready to go please let us know yes. so we can help get the word out as well yes, not only through that. the hispanic leaders network but all through the social media that we have but also the power of our radio station so we could help with that so we would love to help however possible. Please thank know you. that. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We'll absolutely. Keep you posted. Yes, thank you. And so thank you once again for joining us today. It has truly been um, a treat to have you <laughs> both. Aniceto, you know, I've, I've known you for years and, and, and I think the world of you, but ma'am, you are, um, thank you. you are a role model for many, if oh, I may say so you. myself. Thank and so thank, thank you, you so much for taking time out. I know you're still busy working tirelessly um but i do appreciate you taking time out and please know that we will support you and anything we can do to help you rebuild please let us know because we want to do our part as well all right thank you thank, thank you, you very so much for having absolutely us. and thank, thank you, you to all of our listeners out there all of our viewers once again thank you to baylor university the office of external affairs for being our gracious sponsor for this episode um, and please make sure you tune in for more episodes of orgullo hispano as we continue to highlight great people in our community that are doing wonderful things until next time take care this episode of Ogoyo Hispano was made possible through the generosity of these sponsors. The Hispanic Leaders Network is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. 
Our vision is to develop and empower current and future leaders to make a difference in the community. To sponsor a future Orgullo Hispano podcast episode, email hlnwaco at hln-waco.org or visit the HLN website at www.hlnwaco.org.